Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight, we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a Disneyland Resort-based podcast in which we hop onto the railroad every single week with our conductor, Joe, and we take it to a different part of the resort. I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my host, partner, whatever, in crime, <laughs> Space Mountaineer. What's going on, man? How's it going? Hyper. Hyper Space Mountaineer. Yeah, we always forget that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to write it. I'm just going to r- start writing that on the descriptions until... Hyperspace Mountain Space Mountain goes away. So uh let's see if anyone notices or comments or Okay. So shout outs. Like every single week we have uh one from Twitter. We uh shout out uh, someone who listens to our show every single week, post repost it on Twitter every single week. Um Letty Rivera I think that's how you pronounce it. She just wanted to know what our friend's account was for last week. We had the guest, uh, Jeremy from Disneyland underscore times. So if you haven't already checked his Instagram out, go type that in and you can check out all his photos. Go follow him. Um, amazing photos. So, and he actually just recently posted one and said like how I wake up on a Saturday morning. And it was like a picture of, um, a part of Disneyland. And it's just like one of those things where it'd be amazing to wake up like that every day. But obviously if you listen to the show, he, he doesn't, but, uh, still not a bad way to wake up, even any Saturday. So, um, From a Disneyland inside out, E-Ticket writes, Another great episode. I used to love running around the island as a kid, then watching um, mine, which is his, uh, run around uh, when they were big enough. Thanks for the memories. So definitely Tom Sawyer Island is going to be one of those places I... I can't wait to go back to, and I have not been to, been there probably since '03, and I haven't seen the pirate layer. Yeah, it's cool. I've seen it from the Columbia ship, but I haven't actually been in there. And the first person, actually, it's funny, who told me about this this place was our friend Pirate Wills. Whenever he came in one time, we were talking about how they had changed everything, and it's like a pirate uh, theme now, and um, so definitely interesting stuff there. So. All right, from Facebook, we have James Morton. says, good episode for sure. Never been on Tom Sawyer Island or the Pirate Slayer. I would love to go. Can't wait for next week. You guys are great. Thanks, James. We appreciate that. And then Nicolette writes, great episode. Love listening 
every week and I always look forward to listening every week. So we appreciate the shout outs, guys. Keep the love coming. I don't think we had any from Instagram, did we? Let me uh, let me actually double check that because uh, I did not open that a second ago. Well, we actually did have some from Instagram. We had oh Jeremy he wrote this this is on our on my that latte photo remember that mm-hmm. I posted about from Steakhouse. Uh, yep. He wrote uh, I'm going to eat here. Carthay Circle is currently my favorite place to dine, and I told him that this place is very comparable to Carthay Circle. So if you like Carthay and haven't been to Steakhouse 55, you will love it. Um, let's see here, and then is that it? Nope, one more, one more. I think I, I had it a second ago. Sometimes I scroll. Okay. Um, B or Darage. Hopefully I made I, I said that right. It wrote too nice on our last week's episode photo. So uh, we appreciate the love, guys. Keep it coming. And uh, we will shout you guys out every single week. So take it away, sir. Absolutely. We're going to talk about the Disneyland Inside Out app first. Um, definitely check that out on your app store if you haven't already. Um uh, things that it does offer the discussion board section um, very good part of the app that um, you can definitely interact with different people on the app and ask questions or um, just find out things that are going on around the park um, like Dapper Day 2016 somebody just posted that so definitely check that out um, another big part of the app the news section definitely has a lot of things like the um, the tiered pricing thing that's going on right now um, so you can get all those dates for that um, check that area out. There's a dining section, shop section, um, and then the hours and schedule section. If you're going to the park anytime soon or uh, looking to go um, during a slower time, definitely can check out that. It offers the um, the attendance estimates, um, the time that the park's going to be open, any attractions that are going to be closed, things like that. So definitely check that out if you're interested in finding out what's going on around the park or when you're going to go. Um, definitely also check out the Magical Partners travel section. Um, they're offering a free quote for anybody who wants to book a vacation. Um, you can also check them out on MagicalPartnersTravel.com. Um, get that eye on the price guarantee and just tell them all the board sent you. For sure. Uh, really quick before we get on the railroad, guys, we have another special shout-out. Uh, Space Mountain there and I are part of these Vinylmation Facebook groups. Uh, and there was this guy on there who was posting these these photos. <clears throat> Excuse me of his custom work and I think they're phenomenal to not to use that word over and over but uh, I, I inspire inspire there's not another word that you could <laughs> use really I mean <clears throat> I, I just they lost, really are phenomenal <laughs> I lost my other word I was gonna use. I was inspired as I was trying to say a second ago <laughs> um, uh, by our people mover photo it was the you know the people mover with the rockets on top and you know kind of the whole Tomorrowland you see that in the background um, so I sent him that picture because the guy does amazing work and he said that he'll start working on it. He made it in less than a week. Um, so if you guys go to Facebook, it's, uh, his name is Jared Circus Bear Designs. So www.facebook.com slash Jared Circus Bear Designs. Check out his custom work. Check out that people mover one. Um, and it's phenomenal to use that word one more time. But uh, uh, good good work there, and uh, just go check that out and give him a like. Uh, maybe if you're interested in buying one, he'll send him a picture and he'll 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 design it for you and work on it. You know, pretty cool. So yeah, definitely check that out. All right, guys, moment you all been waiting for. We're gonna get on to the railroad, and we're gonna go 
another yeah another time travel episode because it's not there anymore. Yeah. Which you guys all read the description, so you know where we're going. And we're actually going to pick up our conductor. Sorry. <clears throat> our conductor is going to pick us up, but he's going to stay on the railroad with us and discuss this with us. So uh, we're going to go take it to Electronica, back in time, of course. So uh, let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Howdy, folks. Welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad. This is your conductor speaking. Today, we are headed back in time to DCA to the world of Electronica. Opening in October 2010, Electronica transformed Hollywoodland into the grid, the computer world from Tron Legacy. This event replaced a short-lived Glowfest, a similar type of party atmosphere for guests waiting for World of Color. Here guests could interact with many programs or residents of the grid, dancing the night away to what the DJ was spinning, playing old video games in the famous Flynn's Arcade, even enjoying some light-up libations at the Enderline Club. The main highlight was Laser Man, a program that could manipulate laser beams to an electrifying soundtrack. It was game over for this show on April 15, 2012, and later replaced by Mad Tea Party. We have now arrived at our stop. Enjoy your visit to Electronica. Everybody, the railroad got us over here to Electronica. First of all, we went back in time, got us over here to uh, Electronica safely. We are sitting here with our conductor. He is, uh, he's always on the, the train with us, but he actually stepped back uh, with us to talk about Electronica. Uh, hey, what's going on, Joe? Greetings, programs. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, nerd. Uh, was, that elect- was, that, was that a Tron thing? Yeah, it's a Tron thing. It's pretty much like the... Tron version of uh, May the Force Be With You, I guess. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen Tron or Tron yeah. Legacy. I've seen parts of it, uh, but I, I never watched any of those movies. Um, for, I never even watched the show, except on videos and stuff, too. I know I know Joe has definitely watched the show. Um, I don't think Space Mountain has watched it either. But I have not. S- still Just we, on YouTube, but... I mean, we can still talk about it, because we, we definitely did the People Mover. And it was a great episode, and yeah. I remember going on it once when I was younger, and then you hadn't gone on it, so um, so yeah, there we go. You want to talk a little bit about the, the fun facts? Yeah, so the, um, the attraction, uh, or the event, or whatever you want to call it, show, did open in um, 2010, October 8th to be exact, and it did close on April 15th of 2012, um, and it was replaced by Mad Tea Party. And it was mainly a, um, it wasn't like the Mad Tea Party as like performers like singing the songs, but it did have a lot of music and dancing and then like a pretty good light show. Um, so, but yeah, that's pretty much all the videos. If you want to check them out on YouTube, you can. 
Um, there's definitely a lot of videos, a lot of good music, um, and a pretty cool show. Yeah, the one we watched, I don't know, Joe, uh, was there any more fun facts on it? Is that it? That's pretty much it. What's this uh, This Daft Punk thing? It features... That's just some of the... Some of the some of the, the artists that... The songs, yeah. Okay. Um, you, you've been there a few times, right, Joe? Do you have anything else, like, as far as what... Uh, to add to what he just said? Yeah. Um, so, where, where it started, um, pretty much they would gather people right before sunset. And uh, it would start pretty... Where <clears throat> Carthay Circle is, they used to be the old, like... Um, what was it the big sun fountain? Mm-hmm. I missed or, that thing. Or something before. Yeah, so it, uh, they had a stage there. Then it pretty much took over the entire Hollywood land area. The, the um, like the street where the trolley goes down at night. I mean, there was projections all over the buildings of like light cycles. Um, a lot of the uh, just graphics from the uh, from the movie from the new movie that at the time was coming out. And uh, that had big old light rigs everywhere, <clears throat> and uh, um, people with uh, like instead of the light discs, they're just like throwing frisbees down the street and you know dodging people. So then you would turn into like where the arches of the Mad Tea Party is. It was what in the in the movies it's called the Recognizer. It's that like uh, upside down U looking kind of spaceship. And you'd walk under that, and the thing would be, like, scanning you through and everything. It was pretty cool. And uh, they also had the... And I think it was the first time I've seen it, but it was, the, like, the 4D preview. And that was inside the Muppet uh, screen. Uh, Muppet Theater, I'm sorry. And it was, like, a nine-minute uh, preview of the uh, Legacy when that came out. So they had, like, wind and light effects and... Um, I think even a little bit of rain coming. And that was that was, that was pretty cool. <clears throat> and of course my my big thing was the Flynn's Arcade because it was just like that was a big part of the uh, the original movie uh, Jeff Bridges' character owned the arcade and you walk in it was exactly like it was in there 25 cent games uh, Centipede Pac-Man those old games and then Tron against the wall so it was just like walking in the movie on that one yeah I remember you recently you sent me one of the the coins from that memorabilia just little little trinkets from I mean, obviously it's not there anymore and that tea party's going away too so I was able to get some of those those coins um, and like you said everything was a quarter which I haven't been to the Flynn's arcade but the mad tea party one and it was like five dollars goes a really long way in that arcade so yeah <laughs> and the and the the mad tea party one didn't I don't think there's an arcade in the movie or anything but they had the right uh, the games that kind of fit to the mad tea party uh, but the <laughs> Flynn's they said that in the movie there was an arcade. Yeah, uh, the original movie came out I think like eighty eighty one. So that time, I mean, they actually had places where people would go play video games. You know, it wasn't like nowadays with like PlayStation, and Xbox. But uh, so yeah, that was so that was the big old like generational thing of the the first movie, and uh, and that's kind of like a little part where. Uh, second movie where he kind of finds his way back into the grid I guess is what it's called so. hmm. but, but it, was, it was really cool just being in there then of course they had the uh, you know the bars like that you know themed to the newer movie the, in the line club they had the light up drinks and probably different names but it's, it's pretty much the same stiff drinks you get at Matthew party pretty good 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry to get off topic for like one second, though. Speaking of arcades, um, the, you heard about the Starcade? It's closed right now? Guys- yeah, I, uh, I noticed it was closed when they had like uh, Tomorrowland little uh, props and stuff in there. I, I for some reason I don't, I don't but, uh, think we could we could have gone in there. But uh, is it permanent or is it like that? That's just a like it's an empty space. Or you said there was props. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't able to go in there though. I don't think it's open even now. But how cool would it be if they did that and they opened up? What was the guy's name in Wreck-It Ralph? The old man who owned the arcade. Oh. It is his arcade. I forgot. It's, I forgot. Yeah, it. it's uh, God, I, I know this one. It's like a like Lipwicks or Lampwicks or something like that. Is it, is it Lampwick? Because <laughs> no, that's the guy from Pinocchio. I think it's like Litmax or it's something weird like that. That I was thinking Lampwick the whole time, and I was like, that doesn't sound right at no. all. <laughs> um, we'll figure it out in a minute. I'll look it up. But uh, how cool would that be if that was his arcade? And instead of calling it the Starcade, they call it Lipwicks or whatever. We'll, we'll look it up. <laughs> His arcade. Um, speaking of arcades, because then also we'll go back to, to the Electronica, the Flynn's arcade. Was it open like during the afternoon time or was it only while the show was kind of happening? Uh, from what I remember, it was only during the show. So anytime after sunset or, you know, when the lights went out. Because I had to do a lit up sign just like in the movie, but then they also had a. They had a lot of the projection mapping all over there and, and uh, the Monsters, Inc. area. So, yeah, it was, I don't rem- remember it being open during the day. Yeah, because I remember Space Mountain asking me if the one for Mad Tea Party was open during the day, and I I, I didn't even I didn't have an answer for him because I don't know. But I, I do know that when I went to the the last my last viewing of the Mad Tea Party, the arcade wasn't even open because I went to go check it during the day. Excuse me. And they had it blocked off. And I was like, maybe they have it blocked off because the show's not going and you're not supposed to go in there right now. Um, and then once we, we were watching the show for a little while, we didn't watch a full set. But I tried to go into the arcade and it was still blocked off like that. So I'm wondering, maybe it was just, it was covered up or it, was, it wasn't fully available until after the band stops playing at least the first set. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, if anyone out there does know, because the only games that were available, there was the uh, it was um, air hockey only, and then you can go get tokens, which is my main thing. I wanted to get some tokens, so I have some memorabilia of that. And that was I, I got to do what I wanted to do, but I still wanted to play some games while I was at it, and we didn't get to, we didn't play any games. So I don't know. Yeah, I think they're only open during the show. So <clears throat> yeah, but like when the when the Flynn's arcade was there, that was that was my number one thing. Was like once I saw they're doing tokens and I was like okay nerd moment like like I sent you one side it says Flynn's Arcade the other side it says Electronica DCA mm-hmm. so it was a really cool cool little uh, memorabilia I think I, I spent like five dollars in tokens or something just to bring them <laughs> home with me <laughs> nice um, I did the same thing I think I spent a dollar total on the uh, Mad Tea Party one because I was going to spend more <laughs> but like I said the arcade was closed and there was some of the other kids playing the air hockey and I didn't want to Put my, my, my tokens up there and, and say next. So I just uh, <laughs> I just uh, they look at you like, what do you mean next? Like, <laughs> which I, I did one time. I was waiting for a little kid to stop playing uh, Fix It Felix Junior. Speaking of which, and I didn't know it was free at the time, but uh, he got done playing, and I'm like, hey, I'm trying this out until they uh, 
what did I, what was I, well, my goal was to get Ralph thrown off the window, I think, or, or the building, to like pass round one or whatever, and that game is way harder than it looked. Have you guys played that game? Yeah, I played it on my phone, actually. Like, they had an app for it. I remember when that, that came out, and yeah. I know some of like the movie theaters around the country got, select movie theaters got that actual game. Oh, really? That's in, cool. in a promotion. Uh, did you ever play that game, Joe? Oh, yeah, it, it you think it's it's going to be easy because it's like oh it's supposed to be like an old 1982 game but yeah it got it got tricky man I mean <laughs> I felt kind of dumb I was like got schooled by some little kid just just hopping around like no it's it's more to that kid you know yeah no I know he made it look all easy and I'm like I can I got this and I kept like I don't know what it was I think glass was falling on you and you kept like you know dying or whatever then finally I was like I'm my goal I don't care I'm, I'll play here as long as I have to until I get to that next round. <laughs> But uh, speaking of the arcade, is uh, Litwack, L-I-T-W-A-K. So we were close, and they should bring that. Have rec- obviously fix it, Felix Jr. in there, among other games. Maybe Matt, some of the Mad Tea Party games, the Flynn's Arcade. Just bring them back. Bring them all back. Yeah, the big one at Flynn's Arcade was obviously the uh, old Tron uh, video game, and I think I was there maybe a week or two before it opened. And that thing, the line literally went out through the door just to play, like, wow. <laughs> just to play that once. So hmm. I don't know if you guys ever played that one before, but I mean, yeah. it, it's it's fun. It, you do the just like in the movie, you do the light cycles, you do the you know the disc fours, and it, it's really cool. Was there only one? Yeah. What was that? Was there only one game, or was there multiple? Oh no, there's only one of that, and it was like right there, right in the middle, against the wall. Had the neon sign, you know, and just like it is in the movie, then between your, you know, you can play like Dig Dug or Pac Man, but you know, nobody's playing those. Everybody's in line for the Tron game. Yeah. It's one of those things we'll have to, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I'll have to get that so I can, or watch that for the reference. But you would think of the, the, the line being that long, they would put in a few other, a few other games, a few other, you know, just to kind of spread the, the line out a little bit. It's like super crowd yeah. control, though, too. I mean... I guess, yeah. There's a line for that, so there's not a line for something else, I guess. Yeah, and it, I think they just wanted to make it look as, like, film accurate as as, uh, as they could, and that, that's, that's what they did, because there was a big buzz when the movie came out. And, you know, it wasn't as good or, you know, as popular as they hoped, but uh, the, the buzz before was definitely out there, though. So they, I think they just wanted to really, you know, this is Flynn's Arcade, and you know everybody. I mean, it was packed when when it first opened. Yeah, I remember hearing about it, and I and I remember it was only at the time when I went. It was only on the weekends, and you guys know me. I try to avoid going on the weekends because, um, yeah, it is it is kind of crowded. But um, so I never got to experience that. I don't know if it was. Uh, like an everyday show at first, no. Um, Space Mountain, what? I don't know. Oh, he, he, he was saying I don't know. Sorry, um, not sure. But then eventually, I, I remember reading a sign or somewhere it was saying only on the weekends, and it's just like the it's just like the uh, David Crockett canoe boats. I've never been on those. Those are fun. And I mean, I went on my first weekend in such a long time recently. <clears throat> And but obviously, the, yeah. the whole area is closed, so I could even, like, if I wanted to, I couldn't do it. So, um, when everything opens back up, I'm just going to do it. I mean, I don't know if there no plans to get rid of the canoe boats, right? Because it's a lot of work. I mean, you're at Disneyland, yeah. and it is a lot of work to do those, from what I've seen. I've seen yeah. videos. Yeah. So, 
But I think it was supposed to be there, uh, like you said, just on the weekends. But at the time, Roll to Color was still brand new. And it was bringing a lot more people than they thought. So that's why they were running Electronica for the kind of like the crowd control between the first and second show of Roll to Color. Hmm. It's a good idea, though. Cause, yeah, because the crowds were... I mean, since Roll to Color opened, the crowds were... You know, even before Cars Line and Buena Vista Street opened, it, it was bringing people in. Like crazy, even on the weekdays, and, and so I mean, every time I went there, I, I usually would go during the weekdays um, down to the parks at the time, and yeah, it was I was I always saw uh, saw it running at night <clears throat> when I was there. Yeah, it was a uh, um, World of Color when it first opened. I mean, I'm, I think they still have it. You go get the it's called a fast pass, right? But it's not really. It's like a priority seating, I guess. Pass. Yeah. Um, the first time we we saw it, we we didn't know about it, so we saw it, we actually saw it from those ramadas near uh, Mickey's Fun Wheel on that on that side of the pier. Mm-hmm. So all we saw was just water and color. And then the, the second night we were there, we got those priority seatings or standings, and uh, we ended up watching it and saw from the front, which is you got to watch it from the front. You can't yeah. watch it from the back. I mean, it's just you know, you don't see anything. <laughs> no, just colors, music, and water. It's Still interesting, I mean, but you can't play, uh, sorry, technical difficulties, but you can't play Simon from that area. Nope, you cannot. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, so, you guys, have you, have you seen any videos from, like, uh, the Lizard Man that performed? We actually, did, we have the section up right now on, on Wikipedia, and we did watch the Laser Man, and at first, I thought, I don't know how it is, but I thought it was just, he was moving his hand to the light. But it looks like he's holding something. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Like the, there's like a like a laser beam coming out. Like it's supposed to be like this dude. That he was like manipulating laser beams. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I heard about him. Like, okay, that sounds kind of hokey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, seeing it live, it, it, I mean, you can kind of see the smoke and mirrors on some of the part. But it still was really cool. Yeah, well, and it's the first time I ever heard. What was that? Go ahead. Yeah, watching. Oh it no, in- I was just saying. Yeah, like watching it on YouTube, it was like, I mean, that was like really cool part that he was like, like bending it and like kind of like throwing it around and switching it between his hands. And I don't know, it looked really, I guess, real on online, but I mean, I don't know how it looked in person, but yeah, I mean, it looked like a really cool part of the show at least. Oh, it was, it was pretty much like they, like they had no band. They just had DJs and dancers, which is still kind of cool. But yeah, when he came up, it was pretty crowded and. Um, like I said he was just kind of like messing around with the lasers, kind of adding them back and forth. It's like, oh, get it, you know, whatever. He's kind of cool. And all of a sudden, he like at one part of the song, he grabs it like a spear, and it's like a three dimensional laser, and he's like twirling it around. It's like, holy crap, you know, that's a real laser. <laughs> it's not just a little light beam. And so I mean, yeah, uh, definitely uh, in person was really cool. Yeah. So like. The DJs, nobody, nobody transferred from that show to the next show, right? Like from Electronica over to the Mad Tea Party, they're all new people. I believe so. I, I, I'm not completely sure, but I think at least one of the DJs might have gone from Electronica to be a White Rabbit DJ, uh, one of their rotations. But I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not completely sure, but I, I think I've seen that before. Hmm. So. In Electronica, I I just saw the little video of the the Laser Man. Are the DJs? Can you see their faces on stage or no? Are they behind the scenes kind of thing? Um, 
No, they were all like right there's there's this big old uh not really a stage, but it looked like this this like I guess it was kinda of like a just a round a small round stage that was up high. And they're you know, they're just up there and mixing and I mean they weren't really um hiding themselves, I guess. <laughs> Okay, the, the reason why I'm asking is I know I know when when Aladdin shut down, they that all the actors that I, I heard cannot go do another show like the new Frozen show. This is what I heard. Yeah. I don't know how true this is or um, if they're gonna. Oh, I heard the same thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I figured that would be like the same exact thing where you're in Electronica, you cannot be in the Mad Tea Party uh, unless you weren't unless they weren't seen. Because I mean, I know that the White Rabbit, I think there was like six of them. Uh, they're yeah. they're seeing you can kind of see their faces, but they're obviously wearing a costume. But if the electronica ones were kind of hiding and you couldn't see their faces, you would probably have no idea. And I'm, I'm not. I want to say, and like I said, I'm not completely sure or not. But uh, like with something like the Aladdin, they're they're actual like Disney cast members. They're just like in the whatever theatrical department or whatever they're called. But I I think with. Uh, like the DJs, maybe some of the band. I don't know if they're like outside non-cast members, hmm. where they can kind of get around that. I I know one of the Mad Hatters is like a Dapper Dan. Oh really? And a couple of them, yeah. But but I don't know if like the actual band members are cast members. Hmm. But maybe just the singers. But with the DJs, I think they might be. I don't want to say you know don't want to mess up the magic of Disney, but maybe they're like outside hired help or something. Yeah, because I know the band, it, it seems like if they're only doing the weekends and there's five or six different DJs or five or six different uh, Mad Hatters, um, they're only working once every month. I mean, I don't Maybe, know the rotation. Yeah. It, every month and a half, sorry. Because um, yeah. it's, it's only on the weekends and it's like, okay, you get this weekend and then this Mad Hatter gets this weekend. Because I remember when I watched it one time, it was one Mad Hatter and then the very next night was a different one, but then it was playing every night during that time because in the summer it was like every an every night event whereas non-peak times I guess is only on the weekends because it's busier and I don't know <clears throat> yeah I, I, oh, I should have asked before I got some friends that are like some locals down there they know all the, like the, the band members and DJs so they probably know that if they're cast members or not I just thought that was something I heard before but not completely sure yeah um, I, I was actually going to bring up for, with you because remember back remember uh, a while back we talked about um, Autopia and then them putting some Tron effects in there. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I was thinking they could they definitely could do that and people would it would make I mean I don't know what they're doing to it right now I know they're re- they're doing something to it they're doing some sort of remodel on there or refurb I guess um, put just put a stage out there. <laughs> And it would make the the ride more popular with cars going by all the time for it to be worth those guys being only at night though, during the day. Oh yeah, that's that's the only way to work. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be like just a uh, uh, Autopia, and then, um, elect- and then at night Electronica at Autopia or something like that. Kind of how they do the Tom Sawyer. They kind of had a Pirates layer on Tom Sawyer Island because so it's still Tom Sawyer Island. The uh, oh, yeah. Electronica at brought to you by I don't know whatever. Whoever would want to sponsor it, that'd be cool. And I, I'd definitely like to see more Tron at, at the parks, but I'm afraid, I think they're like they, they they put in so much uh, 
hope, I guess, in Tron Legacy, and, and there was a you know box office letdown. But I, I think I have a it's a different <laughs> time for a different show. But it's uh, they definitely had messed up marketing on some certain movies, in my opinion. And I think Tron was one of them. And they're trying. They almost they were going to make a third one, but that fell through. They had a cartoon uh, a couple of years ago on the Disney Channel that was a really good uh, a show, and that that got canceled. And it's just like I, I just I don't know if they know how to how they want to handle any uh, anything Tron right now, which I think that's why we won't see anything for a while. But I mean, it used to be at the park. So you got, we were talking, about, or you guys were talking about on the People Mover. That was one of the yeah. big parts of the ride during the '80s and '90s. And uh, yeah, they could. Yeah, and they could make that a Tron ride in itself. Turn those things in. I, I, I know I heard this somewhere. I think it was just maybe someone with their hope of maybe this is what they should do. I think it was around the time the movie came out. Make those the bikes from Tron, and then. Obviously, outside it wouldn't be you know there too many effects to it, but then once you got inside, it would be all the neon and whatnot that it'd become more of a more of a Tron thing. And then obviously the images on the side, like like back in the day they had it, or just maybe more updated. And it's like a whole Tron oh, yeah. ride, whole Tron experience you have. So yeah, like the rocket ride. Well, that's, that's why I'm jealous about Shanghai. <laughs> that roller coaster that yeah. they're building it just looks insane. It does. <laughs> what roller coaster is it? Oh, it's a the Tron light cycle. Uh, yeah, and, and they don't have Space Mountain there. They have the Tron uh, light cycle ride instead. Well, it looks and, pretty uh, pretty legit. Oh, yeah. It, it, uh, um, yeah, it looks... I mean, what they showed on that Disney special was it? Yeah. not even hardly anything that, that they showed like at a B23. Just the way you, you, you're riding it like a motorcycle or like the light cycle from the movies. And just banks on walls, and uh, it, it looks amazing. <laughs> Apparently, Shanghai is going to be the the premier Disneyland. Is it, is it Disneyland at that point? Is that what they're going to call it? Is it Disneyland uh, Shanghai? Is that the, na- the official name of it? I think it's just that, or, or Shanghai Disneyland, or yeah. Okay, because I mean, is every other theme park called Disneyland except Disney World? Yeah, uh, Disneyland Paris, yeah, Hong Kong. Okay, that's one of the big. That's, yeah, why, that's why I'm asking because I know Disney World is a separate name altogether. So, yeah, well, yeah, because Paris used to be Euro Disneyland, and what then they rechanged it. Just went Disneyland Paris made it made, <laughs> makes it more appealing. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna have uh, it's a small world over there too. That's gonna be at every single Disney theme park, right? I would assume so. Yeah, same with Soren. Is it in everyone? Well, I don't know about everyone, but they're oh, putting it over there, over the world. They're, that would make sense. Right. If it, that would, since it has world in it, it it should be in every everyone. I think so. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, think, I know it's going to be in Shanghai because it actually uh, that park is going to, it is going to be the first park that has the new Soren before it opens in Florida and, and uh, DCA. Oh, nice! I cannot wait for it. Yeah. We wrote it, and I, you know what I noticed. Remember, um, I was talking about noticing different things that you hadn't noticed before on the ride. Yeah. And someone had told me, and I don't know if this is true. I'm sure it is. They upgraded to the 4K projectors, hmm. and that's that. probably why it's so much clearer. Because hmm. one part is those guys in the mountain 
climbing mm-hmm. is like I never noticed those guys before. If they were there, it was too blurry. But it's like they're really clear now. Yeah, now you uh, can actually notice them. That's funny. And I think that's the reason why. So, all makes sense. Yeah, I haven't seen it since they updated the projector or the screen. Yeah, I would definitely. But but the new one does. I mean, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, it's about be, time for an update. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You have anything else on uh, Electronica? Maybe some of your favorite uh, your favorite songs or favorite moments while you were at the show? Because, like I said, we haven't been on it. Or we haven't been to the show. <laughs> uh, but um, Yeah, actually, I do have a favorite moment. And on past shows, like I've mentioned before, it's the first time I was there. But the first time I was there was a special day. It was the uh, October 2010. And we were at the parks when... Uh, the Giants beat the Phillies to make it into the World Series. So everybody at the park that was in Giants gear was it was cool. Everybody's high fiving and everything. And uh, we were actually waiting for a World of Color. Uh, so that and they were like, oh, you know, we're going to celebrate. We're going to go back to Electronica and get some drinks and stuff. And we go there and the DJ is playing nothing but like, well, it, it sounds weird, but like dance versions of like Left My Heart in San Francisco and Don't Stop Believing. You know, that was a big theme of the year for the Giants and. And uh, so all, there's like probably 40, 50 people. We just met each other, just but Giants hats, Giants shirts, just high-fiving and hugging and getting, you know, enjoying the light-up drinks <laughs> that were there. And, uh, but yeah, that that'll uh, that was probably one of the, the most memorable times. It was an ex- extra celib- celebratory. Did you, that's a word. I don't know. Did you even make it over to World of Color or no? What was that? Did you ever make it over to World of Color, or did you guys just, you just stay there the whole night? Oh, no, yeah, we, we were, because that was the first time we saw World of Color. Uh, it opened that summer, so we were there in October, and that was, that was our first showing. And uh, uh, my sister and my niece at the time, they're uh, watching our spot in the front. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some uh, go get some hot chocolate by that little stand. And uh, my phone, with, you know, smartphones were not, I mean, first iPhone was that I think that was it but so I had a little flip up Samsung and my game cast was not catching up at all and <clears throat> ran into this uh, girl that was paying attention to the game so I was like she was a Giants fan so I'm like alright I'm not leaving you till the game is over it's like because it was like completely intense at the time and so there's like three of us around then you know then the Giants win year celebrations all over the park by the pier then I run, run back to my sister, my knees, high five, give hugs, and we're and so we're like, oh, we got to take a picture of the fun wheel, uh, you know, with us celebrating. And when we got the picture, it actually is, uh, it was lit up orange, so it, it was pretty perfect. That's cool. mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, we didn't even think about that. And we saw the picture, like, oh my god, it's really orange. That's awesome. Then saw the show, loved it. You know, had tears because the first time you're seeing it, you're like, oh my god, uh. then. Yeah, back to the celebrating at Electronica. Yeah, well, the uh, yeah, World of Color can do that to you. I don't know about I don't know about the Giants winning the winning the playoffs, but uh, the World Series. Or they, it's, uh, we're not Giants fans over here, uh, Conductor Joe. But, well, you know, <laughs> uh, we, it we, isn't we, even year. We, we date back to two thousand and one when uh, California Adventure first opened, when the D backs won the World Series. So <laughs> we celebrated two things that year. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, First team that wore purple to win the title too, right? I 
I didn't know that was a factor. I didn't know that was a factor. I don't know. That just came up to my head right now. The fun wheel was lit up purple. What the? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. At least it's not the Dodgers. Yeah, true. This when did this become a baseball podcast? No. <laughs> We're gonna. Do you have anything else in the on trauma electronica? Um. No, no, I miss it. I mean, I like I said, I grew up being a big Tron fan, and I really was excited when it came out and had fun when I was there and tried to hate Mad Tea Party and protest because I'm like, they took away my Tron, and I really fought it. And you know what? Just anytime you're having a good time, music, I mean, yeah, I miss, I miss Electronica, but, you know, Mad Tea Party is good, too, and I'm excited to see whatever comes next, whether it's a updated Mad Tea Party or something, something else completely different. So maybe they should just do everything in seasons. You know, uh, Electronica one season, Mad Tea Party another season, and then the food and wine thing another season. Just like keep rotating that, so everyone gets a chance to see something different, or even add a new show. Like every three months, just rotate those four shows out, or you know, in that little yeah, bit. Yeah, one time I thought I heard that they were talking about or thinking about replacing the electronic or ah, see him, uh, uh, Matt Tea Party with like a Guardians of the Galaxy kind of themed hmm. show. Yeah, like which you, with a classic rock would a pretty I would think would go good, but yeah, yeah, like you said, anytime they have that live music and you're having a good time, it doesn't matter what the show is called. You know, that, oh, exactly. That area is perfect back there for stuff like that because it's kind of secluded. Um, you you can walk in there by accident, but it's very hard to walk in there by accident. So people shouldn't have to worry about others back there drinking, you know, and getting in their way. So just steer clear if that's what you if that's what you want to do. You don't want to deal with it, I guess. I don't know. But exactly, right. we're gonna go ahead and head back to Main Street, though, man. It was fun talking to you about this attraction that we have never been on. We see we still had a lot to talk about. It was awesome. So oh yeah, it was a lot of fun, guys. All right, man. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. We'll talk to you later then. All right. Take it easy. All right. Later. All right, bye. All right, guys. That was our conductor, Joe, uh, sitting on it. He's actually, he went back to the front to drive the train back to Main Street. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is the time where Space Mountaineer takes back over. All right, yeah. Again, definitely check out MagicalPartnersTravel.com or check them out on the Disneyland Inside Out app. Um, they're offering free quotes for anybody who wants to inquire about booking a vacation, so definitely check them out. Um, get that eye on the price guarantee and tell them all the board sent you. For sure. Um, before we get out of here, just one one last thing. Facebook, 300. We got it. Now we're looking for five, so uh, I like two more things. Instagram as well. We're looking for 300 followers, so tell your friends, tell your friends' friends. Uh, get on that. We'll give give us our give our our page a like, give our Instagram a like, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Next week, actually, really really quick, I mentioned earlier in the episode, it was kind of a tease, uh, kind of an Easter egg. Next week, we are going to be talking about hyperspace mountain. I almost wanted to say hyperspace mountaineer for a second, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do it hyperspace mountain. But we're also gonna bring back our guests, Pirate Wheels, and. Um, Breezy, Baker, Breezy, whatever. Alice Underground. Alice Underground. What I was looking for for Disneyland Inside Out um, to talk about their trip. That one that they they recently went on. They they won the trip, uh, so they got to stay at the Disneyland Hotel. I want to talk to them all about it. Talk to all about it with them. You know what I meant? Yeah, their pictures looked <laughs> awesome. So I can't wait to hear everything that they did. Yeah, 
and I, I confirmed with him they did ride Hyperspace Mountain, so we can Perfect. talk about that and their trip at the same time. But uh, um, until next week, guys, we thank you guys for listening. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. Go see the